With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. The books of the Bible. We're in Leviticus. And we're in chapter 17. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding as we go through Leviticus chapter 17. Verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons and to all the children of Israel. So this is for everyone. God wants all of Israel to understand what he's saying here. It's not just specifically for the priest. And say unto them, this is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. So God is telling you all. So see, God sometimes directs his information, his commands, what he wants you to do towards certain people. They're to need, uh, need to know about it. They're going to have, he's going to have them do it. But sometimes God directs what he's saying to everyone, rightly dividing the word of God. Who is God actually talking to? In this case, we have all of Israel. Verse 3. What man soever there be of the house of Israel, and of course all that means is anyone that killeth an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp, and that killeth it out of the camp. So this is talking about sacrificing, by the way. It's not talking about eating an animal. Let's make sure we understand what's being talked about here. We're talking about sacrificing an animal. So, you've got... There be in the house that killeth an ox, a lamb, a goat in the camp, or killeth it out of the camp, and bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to offer an offering unto the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord. Blood shall be imputed unto that man. He has shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among the people. So God is not saying here, he's not talking about eating you know, animals. He gave us animals to eat. We don't, it's not talking about, it's talking about doing your own thing, okay? And for Israel, you couldn't have um, a, someone that decided that they want to make an offering to God, and so they go and kill the animal outside, you know, somewhere, in their house, in their yard, um, out in the field, whatever. They make their own sacrifice. They're setting up their own little church service thing. They're going to do it their way. 
not God's way. That's what God's talking about. So God is saying to Moses and to all the people, if you do that, sacrifice, kill an animal for sacrifice outside the camp or inside the camp, I don't care where you are, God's saying, we don't want you to be a part of, guess what, the kingdom of Israel. We don't want you to be a part of us. We want you outside. God is very specific when it comes to those that want to make up their own way. For Christians, there's only one way to get your sins covered under the blood, and that is through Jesus Christ. That's it. There is no other way. Israel doesn't have their own separate way, and then this, uh, you know, group doesn't have their own separate way, and, you know, the Christians have their own separate No, there's one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. God has certain things that he wants us to do certain ways, and Jesus, he is the only way to get your sins covered under the blood, his blood. He was the Lamb of God. And that's what it's talking about. So, verse 4 says, shall be cut off from among the people. God does not want you in there trying to get people to do things a different way. And, And another thing that this has to do with from the Christian perspective, unfortunately, is that you have Christians that um, maybe it's a modern thing, I don't know when it all started, but you have these Christians that say that you're supposed to plead the blood, uh, put a covering of the blood over you as you travel, and and you know, um, and all of this nonsense. I'm covered under the blood as I'm living my life and doing my stuff, and and they're not talking about sins there. (laughs) They're talking about like the blood is like this shield, supernatural shield that protects you from evil. (laughs) And that's not what Jesus' blood is about. Jesus' blood is for one thing, and that's it was shed for our sins. Okay? And other than that, it's not some magical shield that you go under. They kind of like um, confuse it with the Old Testament where God had the blood of the lamb put over the doorpost and the death angel passed over. That was a shield. <laughs> but, but Jesus' blood didn't work like that. It's a different thing and it only has to do with sin. So they confuse. You see how it can be confused if you do it your way and don't listen to what the Bible's actually saying. So that's what God's talking about here. Okay, you can come up with your own thing, which has nothing to do with what the Bible actually says. Five, to the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices which they offer in the open field, even that they may bring them unto the Lord, unto the door of the tabernacle, the congregation, unto the priest, and offer them for a peace offering unto the Lord. So you understand, I want them coming to the tabernacle. I want the priest doing what the priest is supposed to do. 
I don't want you doing it out there on your own. And the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and burn that the fat for sweet savor unto the Lord. Don't do it out in the field. Don't do it on your own. Don't do your own sacrifices, God is saying. Make sure that you follow my rules. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils after whom they have gone a-whoring. So you understand God doesn't want you to do it on your own. Do it the way God tells you to do it and follow what Jesus showed us. Follow what Paul taught us. Follow what the apostles showed us. You understand there's one way, and if you don't do it the way that you're shown here and you come up with your own thing and do your own thing in your own churches, guess what happens? it turns into worshiping demons and doctrines of devils. And that's what was going on back in the time of Israel. Yes, they'd go out and, you know, they'd see their um, neighbor nations doing crazy stuff, and so they did it because they liked uh, the way it looked or something, and, and they did it too. No. God has a specific way. That's why he sent Jesus, so that we would know what to do. And God is saying, this shall be a statue forever unto them throughout their generation. So throughout this age, forever, do not do your own thing. Make sure what you're doing is what God has instructed us to do. And for Christians, what is that? Having to do with sacrifice. What is that? Having to do with the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. It's very simple. When God gives you the faith to believe in Jesus Christ, that he is the Son of God, that he was the Lamb of God, that he died on the cross, overcame death, rose from the dead and ascended, and sits at the right hand of God... He's not God. He sits at the right hand of God up in heaven that when you get the faith as a gift from God, he decides you believe. You don't decide you believe. And you believe, guess what? You have access to the blood of the Lamb, which covers all, as Paul told us, your past sins. And how does the blood cover your future sins? Well, it's upon repentance. And repentance means to stop sinning. Okay? So whatever it is that you're doing wrong, it's as easy as acknowledging that the sin that you've done after you believe and then stop doing it. It's that simple. Okay, so that's the Christian way. That's the way we were taught according to the Bible. That's what the Bible says for us. Okay, you don't have to go through this whole rigmarole and fall on your your face and cry and, and all this nonsense that they're talking about, um, you know, today that you've got to, you know, have all this guilt and feel sorry and all this nonsense, you know, after you're a believer, no, all it takes is acknowledge the sin and stop sinning. That's it. Nothing else. 
Then thou shalt say, verse 8, unto them whosoever man there be in the house of Israel or of the stranger which sojourn among you that offereth a burnt offering or sacrifice. So now God is not only including Israel, but he's also including anybody who lives among Israel, who lives with you and is a part of your life. And bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to offer it unto the Lord, even that man shall be cut off from among his people. So again, God says a second time, listen, don't you do your own thing, your own sacrifices, your own way, come up with your own ideas out there in the wilderness. You see, that's what he's talking about. He said, and he's telling Israel, listen, I have certain rules for you. And for you, Israel, the rule is this, that my priest, my temple, is what will be doing the sacrificing, not you somewhere else in Timbuktu. And if you do, we're going to cut you off. Well, that's the way it should be with Christians, too. If someone comes up with their own little thing that is not in the Bible, we should cut them off. We should get rid of them. They're corrupting the commandments of God, especially if it changes anything to do with the blood of Jesus Christ and what it's for. And none of this plead the blood and keep the blood as a shield over you while you're traveling and all that baloney nonsense. It's, it's just sad. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to, uh, to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for your soul. So you understand they had to actually kill animals to clean their souls and to clean them up, to make them pure, to get rid of the sin, to cover the sin that they had. For us, it's the blood of Jesus Christ once and for all. We don't have to kill any more animals. There won't be any more animals killed. There's no need of it. Jesus died once for all time. That blood covers all sin. You understand? And so, therefore I said unto the children of Israel, no soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. And so, of course, you can look at this from the flesh perspective, which is what we're going to do with this particular part of chapter 17. And that is, don't eat blood, you know, like the liver. <laughs> It's the blood. It's the liver in an animal is what is part of the process of cleaning the blood. And so it's full of blood. Ugh. And you want to go and cut it up and eat it? Mm. Anyway. And then uh, you've got the blood pudding and, oh, it's just things that people eat. Don't eat the blood. God doesn't want you to do that. And... Verse um, 13, And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or of a stranger that sojourn among you, which hunteth and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. So 
You understand? So God's now going to go into animals and hunting and eating the animals. Now, um, did he tell you to go and bring that blood in that animal to the temple once you killed it for eating? No. You understand? So God knows the deal. He knows people might get confused at what's being talked about. So he makes sure you understand one is for the temple and your sacrifices and the other is for your eating of the animal. So you understand the difference. So when you're out there hunting, um, don't eat the blood. Pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. So don't leave it open because, of course, God knows that the blood also, you know, if you left it open, it might have diseases or something for someone else or something else that came by and get sick from it. So cover it with the earth. That way you don't spread any disease or germs that would come from the blood. For it is the life of all flesh. The blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, ye shall eat the blood of no manner of flesh, for the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. So God's pretty serious about this. Don't be eating the blood of, you know, animals. So, you know, it is interesting when Jesus was walking on earth and he was talking in parable form. He was telling them about his sacrifice, the blood that, you know, because he said to some of them, you've got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. You understand? And guess what? They knew the law. And when he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood, he wasn't talking, um, you know, carnally, uh, which is what they they thought. And so um, instead of listening and understanding what he was saying, or trying to understand what he was saying, they left. Many disciples stopped following him after he had said that to them. So you see, Jesus wasn't saying, drink my blood, not in the physical sense. And every soul that eateth that which dieth, died of itself, or that which was torn with beasts, whether it be of your own country or a stranger, he shall both wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even, then shall he be clean. And the reason why is because God, again, is getting into flesh stuff now, which has to do with the germs of an animal that is dead or that was killed by another animal. Um, you know, there's germs uh, connected to that dead animal. And when you touched it, you got it on your clothes or you got it on yourself. And guess what? You were um, contagious because if you um, had some of those germs from that dead animal on your skin and then you uh, didn't wash up and you touched something else or, or you know, ate with someone else because they didn't use utensils in those days. What they used was just fingers and they would just dip the food with their fingers, usually bread or something, as a kind of a spoon thing, which they still do today. And, uh, you know, so you're spreading those germs. So that's what God's 
talking about there. He's talking about cleanliness. And we, of course, today know about that. You know, make sure that you are clean. You don't eat with dirty hands. I mean, you know, it's common sense, isn't it? But back then, they didn't understand this stuff. We do. But if he washed them not, nor bathed his flesh, then he shall bear his guilt or iniquity. And, of course, um, that means that, uh, you know, what will happen is if you don't clean yourself and then somebody else gets sick because they ate from something that you were touching and you didn't take the blood and clean your hands from the animal that was dead and the germs and stuff, then God's going to hold you responsible. So understand that. You will be held responsible. And that's to you, Christian. You will be held responsible if you are not making sure that you're clean on food and that you've got good food and that you've taken care that the person that you're um, connected to, that you feed or help or whatever, that, that they can't get sick from, you know, the food. So make sure that you take care. Today in uh, this world, um, we know that there's a lot of bacteria on on. on you know, the beef or um, on chicken um, or uh, fish. And if you, um, you know, cut up a chicken, let's say, and you just cut up the chicken and put it in the pot, and don't wash your hands, and then you go and prepare the salad and you cut up the salad with your hands, and then somebody gets sick from that, God's holding you responsible for that. You understand? That's what it's talking about. You're going to answer for that. So you make sure that you care about others, that you care what you do and what you're trying to do. I mean, especially like some people don't wash their hands, you know, when they touch something dirty. Guys are like that. They they go and, you know, do all kinds of dirty stuff outside, and then they'll come in and, you know, they won't wash their hands or something. That's if you make somebody else sick, you have to answer for that. And that completes chapter 17. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.